the Essence House after show. Yeah. Welcome to the Essence House After Show. My name is Jess. I'll be your host tonight. And joining me are the creators of the Essence House, Eric Cockrell. Hey. And Chuck Pino. What's up, everybody? Tonight, we're going to be talking about Chapter 6, The Family Tie That Binds. Great episode, guys. I feel like the train is going now. And things are being revealed. Who wants yeah. to give me a little bit of a summary of the episode? Oh, do you want to do that one? Ross, Ross. Um, all right. So the episode starts off in 1893 at the uh, Chicago World's Fair. Oh. And, uh, so it's, um, it's Roland, Grandpa Roland, and little Tim and little Tristan rolling around the... Uh, the fair. Um, we touch on Tim's headaches even back when he was younger. Um, and they, they walk, they just stroll through the fair. It's just a good family time um, back when they were kids. Um, and they, uh, they see like the, the Ferris wheel and they start off with the, in the machinery hall where all the engines are running and stuff. Um, and then that that transitions to them driving past the the fair site uh, where the Museum of Science and Industry sits now in Chicago on their way into town. So it's our first time that we're not in New York. Nice. So I wanted to talk about a little bit because I caught your guys's Facebook live this week and, you know, Eric kind of started talking a little bit about why he chose the world's fair. Eric, can you tell us a little bit about your fascination with the world's fair? Sure. I don't know exactly where it came from. I mean, it's just, it's a really cool event. Like um, I don't have any slides of like the actual event, but I, um, I started collecting souvenirs from it, like, I don't know, 20 years ago or something. And um, so I took some pictures before the show started so I could show off a little bit of the collection since uh, we had just talked about it. So this is a ticket from uh, Chicago Day at the World's Fair, uh, which was October 9th, 1893. 1893. That is a piece of paper. Yeah, and it's really good condition. So somebody actually like handed that ticket to somebody like 100 and what 30 years ago or whatever. Like and they tore off the one end and handed it back, and they got to go into the fair. It's kind of cool. Isn't that uh, crazy? It's it's in really good condition. So this is a um, like a guidebook. It's kind of like a like a little when you buy like a paperback book. Like it's it's that size and it's it's um. It's pretty thick, but it goes like exhibit by exhibit, building by building a bit, and like gives a lot of details about everything. Um, so it's, it's a pretty cool one. Have you looked through it yourself? I mean, or you just kind of leave it so it stays intact? It's It's been probably 20 years since I've actually flipped through it, but um, but it's a cool book. Tons of information. Very cool. Now that I think about it, when I was writing this story, I, um, I did a lot of like going online and pulling up blog articles and 
things to like find information about what I was writing about. I could have just opened the right there. <laughs> Sitting right there. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, all right. So then this is a shot glass from the fair. So that is a old shot glass. Yep. Tell me you've drank from that at least once. I haven't. And you know what? I don't know what the hell this red stuff is. You like, know, back then. <laughs> what if this is not safe to drink from? I don't know. It's like made out of, it's like a lead glass or something. Right. So that thing, so I don't, obviously I don't know anything about that particular glass, but um, my mom had a bunch of glasses made of that kind of red glass. Uh-huh. And um, I remember I went up to her house back in like 2013 and she had a bunch of those and she was kind of talking about the things that people wanted uh, taken aside for her will and whatnot. Hmm. And I said, you know what? Every time I go into a house that you have owned, I see those red glasses in your China cabinet and I know they're not worth anything or anything, but it just, it reminds me of you. So I would like those. Aww. She said, well, do you want to know a secret about them? And I said, yeah, okay. Yeah. She said, those glasses used to come in old uh, detergent containers. What? And they were used to, to scoop the detergent. And she said, so she said, I collected them, but it turns out that they're like 50 bucks a pop. So there's like like 700 bucks worth of these glasses <laughs> sitting in, in her there. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I wanted them when they weren't worth anything, but. I but still now, damn well want them. Yeah, like, I really want those things. Yeah. So I think you, I have drank out of them before. So. So your life. Alive. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything bad at the moment. You can call that a life. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh. So this is actually just a picture that I had in my display case of, uh, I think it's the administration building. Wow. But yeah, these are all people. I think, oh, this is actually a picture from Chicago Day. So it sits behind my ticket. Um, this picture is a little bit out of focus. It's uh, This was actually a commemorative plate that was put out 100 years later by Anna. Okay. But it was really cool, so I had to get it. Um, Very cool. And then Cracker Jack was actually invented for the World's Fair. So they did a commemorative container. Um, <sighs> Like at the centennial, so in 1993. That is really cool. Yeah, so I got the Ferris wheel um, cart here, and then yeah, it's a cool one. This is actually a beer tap. From wow! The and I could not pass on that when I saw that because I do like to partake in some beverages, and uh, so that one appealed to me. Wow, that's really cool, pickle. And this also, actually, I just bought this like at Walmart. It was, <laughs> but, <laughs> this is actually from. Uh, it's actually like the. It's not even the Chicago World's Fair, but it was just a cool looking container. You're like, you know, this oatmeal. <laughs> I'm just gonna add it. Okay, so let's see. It's. Uh, and this is actually a brick. Like it was a commemorative brick. Yeah, you can see from, what it uh, says. Yeah, so it's like 1893. World's Fair, it's a, and then it's like the, I don't know if it's a metal company or what the company was that was selling these. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. Like I have some stuff from the neck from our uh, 1933 World's Fair too, but that's my uh, that's my favorite right there. 
I don't know much about the World's Fair. Like, why did they stop doing it? They still do them. Do they still do it? They're just not as big. Yeah, back then, farmers and people would travel from, like, across the country. People would fly in from other countries to see the stuff around the world. Now we just type in www and go look at things. So. You know, it, so it's funny. My my wife, one of her favorite things in the world to do is to catch mistakes. And it's it's like it's not even an editor's thing. It's like she just likes to catch that you're wrong. Like she'll see it in the movie. She's like, oh, "There's a continuity error," and I'm like, "Oh, what'd you find this time?" And so uh, she starts listening to the to this new episode, and she stops it right away. And she goes, "Oh, you guys screwed up!" And I said, w w "Where? What did we do?" Oh, she where? goes, "1893." I was like, "Yeah." Keep listening. She's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, keep listening. Holy crap. What's going on? I was like, there you go, girl. Keep going. <laughs> Actually, you kind of did that to me when I sent you that part. Because you were like, you know, the, the house does it. I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kept reading, and then I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I see what you did there. Good job. <laughs> well, and this was so. This is now I'm a, finally allowed to say it. Um, the walking stick. Holy crap! Um, the walking stick was not something that was in our original idea at all. Oh. And in fact, he brought it. He he sent me that thing from 1893, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. He. I remember him saying it exactly pretty much. He said, look, if I explain it to you, you're going to shoot it down. So <laughs> let me just write it. And then if it sucks, you can tell me it sucks. And I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, go ahead. So he wrote it. And then I read it all. And I was like, no, okay, you're right. If you just said, there's a magic walking stick, I would have been like, you're on fucking drugs, dude. <laughs> no. You're like, let me give you context of the magical walking stick. Hold on. <laughs> it all coming together, and, and immediately I jumped on pretty quick. I was like, oh, dude, so this is how it could work. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we just got really excited. So that was not in the original idea. And actually, the walking stick has really helped to develop how we've moved forward in the next three, uh, four episodes and beyond. Yeah. The, yeah. the actually the walking sticks a big part of uh, the next episode seven because uh, in this episode we find out what Elise knows and that's where we find out she has the walking stick and we also have an emotional moment there where she's telling um, Tim about it and Tim's like you could see our parents this whole time yeah and to me that really stuck out because you know I have siblings and I'm like. How would I feel, you know? And then and then you realize, you know, she's got her children and she wants to give her children what they had. Yeah. yeah. And then if anything, telling somebody else could blow it for everybody. Yeah, and her children can't visit their grandparents anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's really great. It's it's a good moment. It it you know, it touched me and um but then it kind of opens up the whole wall. There's this walking stick now. Now we know why grandpa why grandpa had it at the World's Fair. Now we know, like, Elise knows a, a lot more than she did before. 
she does. She's quite in the dark. <laughs> well, she makes the point too that the tra time travel stuff wasn't a family secret until that accident happened. Yeah. So like, yeah, and I, and I like that too. That wasn't really something necessarily that we had discussed, though it was. It's like one of those obvious things that you just you know it's true, but you haven't really talked about it. And then when you brought it up there, I was like, yeah, of course, this wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it, it only became a secret recently. Yeah. Like even the the even Tim, you know, he's he goes into everything not really understanding the power of the essence and he doesn't really understand the time travel stuff. But he was a little kid, so yeah. it wasn't like anything special to him when he was a kid. Yeah. It was just the norm. Yeah, because so. if they grew up like that, they were traveling. They didn't, you know, they didn't know. But now that they know, but it's interesting too. I think we already talked about the headache thing, though. We already talked about his headaches from being a child, and now we brought it up real quick. Yeah. So I guess so. Then, ah, uh, skip the headache thing. Is there anything you could share about the headache thing that happens to Tim when he time travels? Episode seven. Okay. Yeah. No, no, like. Like seriously, episode seven really goes into that stuff really well. Um, I think you'll, when it's done, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, I have, I have a much better." I, I you know, with 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 the headache thing, I think a lot of that is just like your body reacts to different things in different ways, and that's just kind of something that he sort of has to deal with. Mm -hmm. But uh, certainly, the the severity that uh, time travel has dealt on him. Um, eight, seven really steps that up and really explains it. There's a moment in seven that I'm, I know we're jumping ahead by talking about the next episode, but there's, like, a moment oh, yes. there's a moment that I'm really excited for uh, people to hear. I think, yeah. I think it's really going to be a cool moment. I'd like to hear the moment. You, you know, it's funny. One of my favorite things is like, I used to, um, I was a huge Lost fan. And when it was out, I would, you know, read their tweets. I wasn't even on Twitter but I would check out their tweets and they would always say these random things that meant nothing until you watch the episode. And so I loved hearing the weird, like I remember one time they were like, Oh man, this episode frozen donkey wheel for the win. And you're like frozen donkey wheel. What the hell are they talking about? Then you watch the episode and you're like, Holy crap. Holy crap. That's huge. And so like, I love dropping those kinds of uh, hints where it's like, it makes no sense. And then you watch it and you're like, Oh, damn. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's going to be a cool moment. So are you guys going to drop that for the next you gonna drop? Like I don't know what moment he's talking about. I'm really happy with the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, if he can do it, but I don't know which moment he's talking about. It ties back to something that happened in episode four. And it has to do with the walking stick. Ooh. You know which one. Are we talking? Are we talking about the alley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm with <laughs> the people who are watching right now. We have we're not really sure what these two are talking about, <laughs> but we'll find. We'll they're talking in code. <laughs> yeah, one week you guys will be able to know, and then you'll be like, "Oh, the alley!" Yeah. See, and then we could be like, "The alley," but right now it's like. <laughs> um, so as far as the rest of the episode, Tim 
is at the house talking to her and then they have that conversation and then um then he talks to tristan um they have a little bit of a heart to heart um tristan is frantically looking for um information about jessica and he can't find anything past 1995 um yeah it was funny today eric was like Hey, um, are these the main points of, of this episode? He he wrote down a couple things and I was like, Yes, and Jessica doesn't exist. And he was like, Right. <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> um oh man. That was one point. And then um and then they get the text at the end. The text. What do you think about the text? I think, I think that brings us back into the the mean uh, the, the mean cliffhanger area where we're back in there again. We're doing that again. Yeah. I like it. I like the cliffhangers. Do you want to talk about the text at all? Yeah, I think we should. The text, yeah. the text I mean, this is a spoiler show. It's the episodes out there. Yep. Um, so, um, I wish I had the text of the text in front of me, but basically it's, um, it's Barnabas telling Tim that he has, he's ready to talk to him and he has information. Um, and that he, what he was, he mentions that he was the one that left the note at the hospital. Um, but also at the very end, it's signed EGB, which a keen ear would uh, potentially remember from episode one there was a text message to the dress shop lady signed EGB. I had so much fun. So I think we've talked about this before guys, but um, usually right after this episode, the three of us, cause we, we love each other. We, you know, this isn't just for show and we'll chat and Eric and I, our favorite thing is showing just the next episode. So she knows nothing about episode seven right now, guys. But in about an hour, we might end up showing her the next episode or letting her listen to it. And um, so we did that last time. We showed her episode six. And she said, oh, okay, cool. And so she listened to it. And then she's like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, you've heard EGB before. And she's like, yeah. what do you mean? So I had to go all the way back and. We went off. We went there. What? And then, you know, and then she's like, "What does EGB stand for?" And so then, you know, I'm like, "Well, that's gonna come up. Like, you're gonna have to find that out." And that comes up in episode seven, right? I don't think we necessarily say, but I think that you could. No, I believe I believe we do say what EGB stands for. Yeah. So. Yeah. Essence. <laughs> You're gonna find out soon in about an hour. Essence. <laughs> fine. Fine. Uh, fine. I do realize. I think we did have some. We have a couple comments and questions we can talk about. Some about how interesting of a character Elise was, I believe. Oh yes, there is a question here. Um, I believe it. Do you want me to say who it's from? Sure. It's from Sean Barber, and he says, I need to know how hot Elise is, LOL. Now, if you want to know why... 
update my dating profile. Also, Sean <laughs> wants to know about Elise. It's because we actually named Elise's husband after Sean Barber. Yeah. So Elise is Elise Barber. <laughs> it was a fun nod to our buddy Sean. That's cool. Now, let me just say that no matter how hot Elise is, you married up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he'll like that. <laughs> uh, he's he's such a good sport. He'll love that. <laughs> uh, so Kyron said this had been answered though. It says, hi Kyron. Uh, hi Kyron. Is Grandma Silva on Tim's mom or dad's side? So that's on Tim's mom's side. Yeah. Yep. So it's not related to Tristan. Not related to the Essence House. Yes. So I thought it would be fun to, you know, go back and maybe touch on, see if there's any old questions we can touch on that we can answer now that we weren't able to answer prior. Yeah. Good. We have a question from uh, Kyron from earlier in the season. He says, how did this time travel portal come into place? come to be in the first place you know um we definitely haven't that hasn't been in the story yet wow and I, I don't think um i don't know it, it'll be quite a while before we get to like i think the very origins of it but you do kind of find out where the essence house like where that kind of all in new york and everything kind of started so um i think by the end of this initial story so i can say that yeah. you, i think you'll i think you'll get a satisfactory answer but i don't have one for you right now we'll find that yeah um definitely as the season like especially the end of the season you'll have a much better idea of of what's going on with that <laughs> so hold on i just um, so this is another question i Although there was uh, actually in this latest episode um it is noted that the essence house moved at some point yes that did come up between tim and uh Elise. so i don't have anything to add to that but okay i was gonna say so it's 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 a <laughs> pickle damn it so, so when i say that you'll find the origins of like the essence house in new york that's mostly what we um end up getting to as far as like origins go i think so it's not like the location because the house has been moved and still has these this ability or property to it. Potentially. Well, fine then. So you yeah, you a pretty good answer. That's a good answer. I accept. Everybody asked it in the week one. If we, oh, week one, it was like pulling teeth. It was like, <laughs> do we know anything? Eh, not really. <laughs> So I want to go back to why do the Edmonds share a birthday? What is so special about June, July, January 1st? And how far does that go back? Um, for the Edmonds, how far does that go back? I, I don't know that we can answer it necessarily. Yeah. I mean, we, I think I know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the thing about that one, huh? Um, again, that's going to be answered moving forward. I don't even know if that'll come up this season. 
I honestly think that in like the finale, at least what I have had in my head, and I know I, met, I talked to Chuck about it at one point, but I think in the finale of season two, I kind of have a scene that kind of brings that home a bit. Okay. But that's why I think by the end of season two, that should be answered. And yeah. answered. I agree with that. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I just have a little bit of a more question on that. You can try to answer it or you can try yeah. to not. Shoot. <laughs> okay. Um, is it like, does the birthday have to do with the ability to tra travel? No. I don't think so. Okay. No. Would it be fair to say it's a byproduct almost? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Byproduct. Something more along those lines? I wouldn't say it's like completely not tied, like or connected in some way, but Yeah. Yeah, there's certainly a connection. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Hmm. So it's not like Everyone whose birthday is on January first, they can time travel. Or I mean, um, in, or in the Edmund family, do you have to have the birthday of the first, or that doesn't matter? They all seem to. So far, everybody whose birthday you know. Yeah, because I we don't know the birthday of the birth because at least has other children. We don't know their their birthday. You no, I don't. You might. <laughs> And maybe it's January first. He did. He did say, you know, like most of his family and a lot of people. So yes, I know. I remember that stuck out to me a lot, and I've been like on this for a while. Come on, tell me about the birthdays. Well, you'll find out at the end of season two. <laughs> Only just a little while. <laughs> and actually, we were going over that. That I mean, really, kind of, we've planned all the way through to the end of season two as far as, and so I believe we had it done. I think the date was December 12th. Yes. The, the way we've worked it out, the last episode will, will drop December 12th. Oh, cool. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that means by the time that's done, depending on how it's all gone, this, you know, the Edmund saga of essence house, I, I would probably, the, the Edmund saga is kind of the way to go with this one. Yeah. It would uh, it would be done by the end of the year. Yep. I guess this might be jumping very far ahead, but will we, I mean in the others? And if you do move on, if, because I know you're kind of maybe going to do a third season, kind of seeing how things go. But would we visit? Would we like be introduced to a different family in this universe? Or would it end the Edmund saga? It's all kind of up in the air right now. I think me and Chuck probably have. Um, like we kind of have are keeping our own thoughts on that right now. We haven't really talked about it. Um, so I have like a list of a few different ideas of where we could go and we'll pretty much powwow on that during season two. Yeah, actually yeah. I, I would imagine cause um, right now we have it planned the next um, uh, seven's written and done. Uh, so we have eight, nine and 10 planned out. I'm working on eight. He's working on nine. Um, we actually, it, it was funny. We were having this discussion where I'm doing eight, he's doing nine. And then neither of us wanted, like talked about 10. So like, who was going to write it? It just didn't come up. And we finally talked about it and we were both just like, I want to write it, 
but I also don't want to write like I don't want to. And so I think it's going to be the first time in a long time where, you know, the first, I think like what, two or three episodes we collaborated on a fair amount. We yeah. each did little parts. And I think 10 will be the first moment where we both go cool. I think we've kind of decided we're basically going to do like a, um, what kind of race is that? Really? Shots in the yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to do one of those and just like, okay, I got a thousand words. Go to town. Oh, cool. All right. Like I get to play with that now. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think, I think that's accurate. <laughs> so I, I know I, each episode I like to at least talk a little, yeah, get a little bit into the process like we're talking about. So now that we've gotten, you know, more about half, a little over half through the season, you know, what, you know, what have you guys like really enjoyed about this process and what have, what's been a big problem or the biggest problem? I think as we've gotten to parts where we've been revealing bigger things, I think it's been a lot of fun, like surprising each other with different scenes. I think that we both probably agree on that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The walking stick was so like, I mean, you got to understand, I was surprised as much as you guys were. I didn't know it was coming. And so when it I was like, yes, dude, that's so great. Like I get to, it's, it's our chance to enjoy it as a, as a fan. Mm. And so, you know, we, we've done that thing where we just kind of keep each other just in the dark enough where you're like, man, I'm going to write something in and we'll see what happened. And I don't think we've had to take anything out yet. Like, no. I don't, I think that we both have a very good idea of the mentality of the other one and kind of the mentality of the show because yeah. as much as we could bring in some really weird stuff, it all has to kind of fit the, the sort of the, the nuance and the feeling that, that we've given to the show. And so I think we both have that idea ingrained in our heads so well that, you know, if someone brings some up, you're like, yeah, man, that totally works. Like it, you, you got it. It makes sense. And so, yeah, he's absolutely right, man. For me, it was, is the walking stick that that blew me away? Is the walking stick made from part of like the house or something? Or we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting. That is an interesting theory. That's all I'll that give you. That is my theory. That's a good theory. And I think you'll find out about that in season two. Season two, there's a flashback to like an Edmund that like an, an ancestor of an Edmund chopping down a tree somewhere and turning it into like for wood. And they're like, oh, I got this extra. I'll make a walking stick. And then who's right? Him and George Washington in a cherry tree. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then a witch comes and like bless, like blesses the tree or something. The witch was from Roanoke, but I mean that's another thing. We'll another we'll talk about that later. You guys gonna and then all of a sudden Roanoke's a part of this and, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> it turns out Essentos is all a part of Brigadoon. No one Brigadoon, no one. Oh, nope, don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Um, Share me a link. Brigadoon is a it's not even a real thing it was a um, a play and it's about a city that appears and reappears in time oh, oh how come I've never heard of that I don't sounds know. like something I would have heard of sounds strange Brigadoon <laughs> is a musical with a book and lyrics by whoever doesn't matter <laughs> it features two American tourists who stumble upon Brigadoon a mysterious Scottish village 
that appears for only one day a year every 100 years. That's cool. Yeah. It's an American. So, like, that town has only appeared like twice. Like, it's not America's. No, not no, no. It's two American tourists who stumble oh, upon the Scottish on, village. Okay. They're in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. That's so I was like, they're in America? That couldn't have go back too far. They've been, they've shown up twice now. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there's a movie. There was a movie. Yeah. 1966 and 1954. Are other members of the Edmund family able to time travel, or is this exclusive to Tristan, uh, Tim, and maybe Elise? I mean, I guess so far we know that Tristan, Tim, Elise, their grandfather, and Rick have all, and probably their aunt, um, have all time traveled. So there's not much reason that it's very exclusive. Yeah, well, and and the grandkids. Yeah, that's right, the grandkids. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, Alisa said that she she did it for her kids. So yeah, I think it's somehow the the whole family is able to do it. Yeah, because I was gonna say so, but they can't take other people. So does it have to do with the DNA? Have we said that? No, I don't think we said think that. You haven't said that, but I haven't seen anybody yet. There's only been so much time travel so far, though. So not really like a big time hopping story. It's really funny. yeah, so. yeah. We and I think that's what I love about this is that time travel is just a fun little device that we have in here, but it's not like the main thing. The main thing is the family and the mystery and all that kind of stuff. But we're not trying to solve the world's problems and everything. We're just we threw something cool in and thought let's play with this. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Um, we can go back to this statement. I can't help but feel there's something sinister afoot. I think this uh, is from Suzanne. I think that that's pretty much been accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's. Uh, I mean, I think that there definitely seems to be something sinister about Uncle Rick. He's definitely hiding things, and he's banned them from the property now. Um, he's trying to find the walking stick. He's the one that tore down the house. Um, so you could that seems sinister. Yes. Um, and, then, and you know what? Let Let's go to uh, to Barnabas for like two seconds. Yes. Barnabas obviously knew something was going on in episode one. And what a dick move that he would wait all the way until episode seven to finally actually say, oh, yeah, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on there? What is that old man hiding? Yeah. And why? And I, mean, I you wish got I could tell you, Chuck, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, information from Tim and Tristan. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so Sinister probably could be, be described with a lot of people. Yeah. And there was a time when Tristan seemed a little sinister. That's yeah. true in the beginning. Well, and even Elise, her, you know, we knew that something was going on with her, and yet, you know, her motives seemed a little suspect as well. So, and now we got you know, Jessica. Really is just a, what's that? Jessica with Rick now. That Yeah, and then what's going on with that? You know, there's. That's the thing about mystery, man. If If you're not, if you're hiding something, then it feels sinister. Regardless of your motives, yeah. it feels sinister. So there's a lot of that going around from 
pretty much anyone. Like, who's the only one who's not really hiding anything? Tim. Yeah. He's just I mean, to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, even like Tristan right now, he's kind of hiding stuff about Jessica. Yeah, that's true. No. It's just, there's so much going on now. It's like, I'm just so excited to see what's happening next. I, you know, I, you know, I think in this time, because people have extra time, I might just, we need to all do, we were supposed to do it this time. I think we we're supposed to go back all the way and come back. And listen. Oh yeah. <laughs> next time, next week on next week's episode or next. I'm not making any promises, but. But we'll try. <laughs> I'm going to try because it'll be fun to go back to episode one now, especially if you've gotten to this point and kind of go back and like catch what you missed. Yeah. I, I was telling Eric, my mom, she's not even caught up because every time she watches an episode, she goes back and she knows she missed something. She goes, so it's like one, two, one, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. She said, she watched, she, she's listened to one at least four times because she listened to it the first time. And wasn't really listening that well. And then she listened to it again. And then she listened to two. And then she went back to one. And I was like, can you just get on to three woman? Like <laughs> you you I'll actually be able to talk about what the show is about. Like, and that was the thing. Eric and I couldn't even mention the word time travel until episode three. Yeah. So I'm like, woman, just get to three, all right? Then we can start talking. <laughs> to the one that tells some stuff. Man, but really last time when like blew my mind when you guys are like time is of the essence and i'm like dang it that <laughs> me. and then all the clocks and then i was like it was right there all the time and i'm just like what is this about is it about the house what's about the house, 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 house? i love that eric was was a dick and the first thing he literally wrote was it's about time like it's the first words in the show <laughs> it's about time like he slapped you in the face and said hey guess what Right over. And right. I just, I was worried. And I, I think I told him this, but I was worried from the beginning. I'm like, we're giving it away, man. We're giving it away right away. But yeah, no, dude, so many people are like. On our, our promo piece the month before, I had at the top, it said, it's about time for something new from. I thought you were being like, uh, just, you know, like this is Eric's marketing. He's, it's time for a new project. Here we go. You know, like. Yeah. Chuck was like. Let's remove that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, take yeah. that. It's too much. Then we sat for like three hours trying to figure out what to replace it with. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing. Writing the episodes has been easy. You you sit down and you just it flows wonderfully and it it uh, feels great. Once you're actually like, once you start typing, it comes out nice. It's getting to the point where you start typing and trying to describe it, especially early on. Mm-hmm. You know, now what I do is like, so the other day um, I was hanging out with some friends and they were like, yeah, so what is this thing? So I started talking to them about, you know, I basically gave them everything up to episode three and obviously not hitting, you know, everything, but the major stuff. And they were excited. And they were like, oh yeah, man, we got to check that out. That sounds really cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. I was like, oh yeah, man, we got to. You get to see New York in the 90s, and they're like, oh, this this sounds like so much fun. And so, you know, I couldn't have done that back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Like, you could, like, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, 
It's just the guys at these. He's like a maintenance guy. He's just walking around. Is anything going to happen? What is this about? We had one friend <laughs> that messaged me after he, he listened. He read. He was one of the people that we sent the original script to. And he messaged me a couple days later and he said, It's about time travel, isn't it? <laughs> who was that? That was Joseph. Oh, what? Oh, I know. You never told me that. Told you that? Yeah. No. Oh, that's great. I figured it out right away. That's good. I mean, in all honesty, we laid it on pretty thick. Yeah, we laid it on so, thick. I wasn't looking for it. I was like, "What's?" I was like, really "You know was. what? It's like a, it's a, it's, it's a hard reality. Like they're just going like this is a drama. It's just going to be flat. It's going to be straight." And then I was like, "It's not. There's weird stuff happening." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nope. I missed the time travel. I didn't catch any of the hints. <laughs> Boo, Jess. Were there any other uh, questions or anything from way back when? Back when time traveling. Well, we, 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 a lot of the questions are very time travel-y. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, have they gone back in time? Have they gone forward in time? Is it stuck in time? So people were getting the time thing. Yep. And then the other question, I see a couple things popping up that are similar in here is like, people are like, oh, well, why is Rick being such a, why is Rick hiding everything from everybody, you know? And that was from the beginning. And that we'll be finding out probably uh, as episode nine. Nine. Will we go back to the strip mall and? Um. Yeah. Okay. Like they, they leave for that basically. Um, after, I guess all well, that's next episode, so maybe that's a spoiler. But it starts out with them on the road back to New York. I think that's okay to say, right, Chuck? I think that yeah, that's I, totally I okay. I, I hope I don't think there was any. Uh, there's no plot information in there, so I think I'm good. <laughs> no. So that's all the questions. Um, we've talked yeah. a little bit about episode seven. You guys want to say when the next episode drops? Hey, I know you want to tease episode, Chuck? Ooh, I do. Oh, okay. So episode seven is coming out next week. Um, honestly, Barnabas, baby. That's what it's all about. It's about Barnabas. You, people have been saying it from the Who the heck is that guy? What's up with him? I love episode the seven, man. It's Barnabas, and that I mean, you know what? Honestly, for any any diehard fans, anyone who's been watching this all along, that should be enough to get you going. Yep. Yeah. So, want to thank everybody for watching, right. <laughs> and they can catch Essence House on all podcast platforms. Basically, yeah, share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Listen to it while you're at home. Talk Binge about it. It your weirdest friends. Yeah. yeah. If unless they're us. Yeah, and then we were friends. But you can tell us, uh, talk to oh, us yeah. about it. We don't yeah, know. Don't you yeah. dare talk to me about this. Yeah. Show. yeah, don't talk to me about this garbage. I brought it all day long. Talk to me about it. <laughs> but we also want to invite people to, you know, if they have questions about the episode or comments, to you know, always put them in the description or in the comment section, and we can. Bring them into the next episode and discuss them. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>